Dean Porter was better looking than Fulton. Really. Oh no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, like, right. I don't yeah, think yeah. he ever came off as a pretty boy, but I think he did no. have a crush on like one of the girls or something like that. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know remember. if it was Julie the cat or the other one. Yeah, because Julie, because uh, Julie the cat wasn't in the relationship. It was that was Guy Germain and 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 um the other Con- one and Connie yeah, Moreau yeah, yeah. and Connie Connie Moreau, Moreau Connie yeah. Moreau. Yeah, yeah. And didn't Portman have a crush on Connie Moreau? I th- no, because he she he wouldn't have right because Connie was with Guy. It's me, it's me, it's that enter the T to the G. Rolling once again with that BTW Big Trouble Baby Show, taking up the whole screen. And you got myself, Nikki the Good, and we are the Meat Pop Express. And today we're doing something special, brother. What we're going to do is a little something called fantasy casting. We all know about fantasy booking in the world of professional wrestling but here at the meat pops man we like to cover a lot of shit man we talked about batman with that good looking son of a bitch bitch chris van leet van vliet last week and it got us going man it got us going it got us thinking so big trouble what are we getting ourselves into this week well, let, let, let's set the stage here as I sit in my brand new chair here, my brand new office chair. Just take a look. You know, it's made it's made for guys my size, six foot 12, 15% of a metric ton. What's your chair? Well, my chair is from Staples, brother, and it goes size. that high. Actual well, size. If you're watching on the on the YouTube, <sighs> actual size of Nick. It's okay. Bullying, we'll get into that. Bullying. But here, this, I want to set. I'm going to set the stage here. We need more of that in 2023. Yes, I'm going to set the stage here. The reason why we're getting into this. Folks, if you've been keeping up with the media, we don't like we said, we're not just wrestling. We don't just talk about wrestling. We're a pop culture podcast at the end of the day. Right now, the actor strike, it finally ended. The actors are going back to work. We're gonna start getting some of our favorite shows back. Some more movies are going back into production. Things are looking up for the media industry and the entertainment industry. So what we're doing, what we're doing is we are going to be fantasy casting. Because we're not, we're gonna leave the fantasy booking. To all the marks out there. You guys can do your fantasy booking with your dream matches, all that. We are going to be fantasy recasting movies on the Meat Pop Express. It's a brand new segment. It's a brand new segment. We're going to do it weekly, possibly weekly, with guests. We're going to have new guests on and have people come on and give us their favorite movie. And we're going to recast it. But today, today, we are taking one of both of our favorite franchises of all time and Nick time. I'll let you do the honors I'll let you do the honors to tell the people which one, one of the is. favorites of all time if you know anything about me you know I'm a nostalgia nut you know I like to take it back you like you know I like mm-hmm. to go back in time to my childhood so we're gonna be recasting with professional wrestlers the Mighty Ducks franchise that's mm-hmm. what we're gonna be doing you know they got some iconic characters and we're gonna run through about 10 of them and we're gonna recast it a little bit of a snake style right so Ben's going to go, I'm going to go, then I'm going to go, then Ben's going to go. You know the deal, okay, brothers? We're going to be doing it that style. We're going to be recasting the Mighty Ducks franchises. We've selected 10 of the most iconic characters from the franchise, and that's what we're going to do based on all of wrestling. It could be from any era, any time, any place, anywhere, brother. So we're going to kind of kick this thing off, and you know, Ben, you know I always tag you in first. So I'm going to give you the honor and the privilege of kicking off recasting with the Meat Pop Express with our first dude, and I'll say who it is. We're going to, with the face of the franchise, the coach, the head of the Ducks, right? Quack, 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 motherfucker. We are starting it off with Gordon Bombay. Who Emilio! Are you, who are you recasting? 
Gordon Bombay with. So iconic character from our childhood. Everyone knows Emilio Estevez, one of the biggest stars of the 90s. But I'm going to recast the Gordon Bombay character with ECW Paul Heyman. So I'm talking about the Paul Heyman who had a group of misfits back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Group of misfits that he had to rally together to create a revolution in professional wrestling that's still talked about today. A small little company out of Pennsylvania, out of Philadelphia, and Paul Heyman was at the was at the helm. He was at, he was steering the ship, and he was getting those guys riled up, ready to go, go out every single night and perform. And that's that's basically Gordon Bombay. He had this group of misfits, these Mighty Ducks, and he turned them into world champions. So I'm not taking only Paul- that, but I'll say that he had incredible. Incredible, like pump up speeches. Yes. And if we know Paul Heyman for anything, like you all know the documentaries right there, like they didn't want you. They didn't want you. Right? Yep. We, we all have seen the documentaries there about Paul E. hyping up the locker room, putting on the best show of the night of the year, right, mm-hmm. with ECW. So I think that's a great pick, Ben. I think that's yep. a great so pick. So that's the number one pick in our Mighty Ducks recast, Paul Heyman as Gordon Bombay. All right, Nick, to you. Who are you, take, who are you putting as Gordon Bombay? So for Gordon, Gordon Bombay, I had a little suspicion that my man Big Trouble would be taking Paul E. So I went in a little bit other direction. I didn't go with the manager or anything per se, but I'm going with current, the current version of Christian Cage. And I'm going with Christian Cage, and here's why, right? What happened to Gordon Bombay that made him leave the old, you know, his chance of getting to to the show? He got hurt. He got hurt, man. He hurt that knee just like our boy Christian had to retire early but eventually made a comeback just like Gordon got the old tryouts, I think, with the, with the help of Mike Madano from the, mm-hmm. from, the, from, the, from the stars right in the show. And I also think he's just a smug asshole. And, you know, Gordon Bombay oh, just really? has that little bit of – Hot he's take. Got, he's got a – no, no, like not, not in real I – mean, I mean, anyone would say that about Chris. You know his sense of humor. Well, he no, we're talking off, the gimmick. We're talking the gimmick. We're yeah. talking the gimmick but he comes off a little smug a little bit you know put you know he's always coming at people's dads and stuff recently i was saying it was a hot take that gordon bombay is a smug oh i think he's a little smug he's a lawyer he's putting people in Mm. jail you Mm. know he always won he he, remember he made fun of his buddy because his buddy couldn't win any of the cases against him just rubbing it Mm. in his face i think that christian cage would make it excellent Excellent, Gordon Bombay. And look what he's been able to do with Luchasaurus. Just look at what he's been able to do coming back as a little bit of a player coach there, right? Putting putting Luchasaurus on the main stage of AEW. So for my pick for Gordon Bombay recasting his ass, I'm going with Christian Cage. All right, there we go. Okay, our our second pick is one of the leaders of the Mighty Ducks. The heart of the Mighty Ducks. Charlie Conway, and we're kicking it to Nick for his pick for Charlie Charlie Conway. Conway, okay, so you know he's a white meat baby face, baby. That's the deal with Charlie Conway. So for me, there's only one person right now that is Charlie Conway. I kind of feel there's a little bit of synergy with the looks of where they came from, right? So when Charlie couldn't even skate, man, the kid sucked. He wasn't even that good initially, right? 
Um, but he had that talent deep down. You almost know that he was meant to be a leader, that he was meant to be one of the big dogs and one of the key players in on the Mighty Ducks. So I'm going with adrenaline in my soul. Blah, blah, blah. It's Cody Rhodes, baby. I am recasting Charlie Conway as Cody Rhodes, okay? So that's who I'm giving the role to. It's Cody Rhodes. White meat, baby face. No one does it better. He's he's hopping over guardrails. He's signing kids. He's kissing babies, right? He's got the iconic name like Conway Rhodes, right? It just works Mm. for me. So I'm going with Cody Rhodes for Charlie Conway. He's the white meat, baby face fighting from below, but he He's going to be the big star one day. You know what's coming. Triple Deke, motherfucker. All right. All right. That's a good pick. I didn't, he didn't even cross my mind, Cody Rhodes. But that's a great pick for Charlie Conway. Even, you know, coming up from, is that where he was when he was with WWE back in the day? And, you know, just these gimmicks. They made him wasn't stardust. Into, and he then was he, stardust, man. And then he became the heart, the heart of AEW. And now he's, you might even say he's the heart of WWE now. Yes, absolutely. So that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. I'm going to make, I'm making my pick pretty easy. Nick thought, thought about his and made a good point, but I'm going with the whitest meat baby face of all time, and it's got to be the 07 to 2012 John Cena. And we're we're talking about the general manager era of Raw. We're talking about the epitome of hustle, loyalty, and respect, John Cena. Those years of having John Cena in the different colors and everything, and the kids and the make-wishes and everything, the ultimate baby face of all time in professional wrestling. And he also was controversial, which people said Charlie Conway was a little controversial as well. I thought he was a little bit too white meat baby face. Same thing with John Cena. So I'm taking John Cena to lead the Mighty Ducks as Charlie Conway. I dig it. I dig it. And, um, uh, you know, I mean, listen, heart and soul, right? Who was the heart and soul of WWE for, like, literally over a decade? It was John Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't even think the Mighty Ducks would have stayed a team if it wasn't for Charlie. You know, Charlie was the one that kept yeah. everyone together. You know, the Ducks fly together. If it wasn't yep. for him making sure that everyone always kept, you know, George, uh, Bombay's back, they may have never have gone on and been able to beat the Hawks. You know, that, that, that's yeah. just kind of the way the cookie crumbles there. Speaking of the Hawks, though. So the next person, and Ben, you got the pick here. It's not worth winning if you can't win big. You know that's the quote, and it mm-hmm. came from who? Jack Riley. Jack Coach Riley. Jack Riley of the Hawks, right? Those bad bastards, right? So the villains, if there was a faction in that in that movie, man, man I, I wanted to be on the Hawks so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Those jerseys were so damn cool, man. But Ben... Tag you're in. You got the let's, first pick. Let's Who's talk about I'm gimmicks. Praying, I'm praying you don't take it right out. Let's right? talk about factions and one of my favorite factions of all time. They get too much heat, but I love this storyline. The New Blood in WCW and their leader, Vince Russo. Whoa. I'm taking Vince Russo as Jack Riley. Again, that though the New Blood in WCW was such an awesome fact with all the younger guys against the Millionaires Club, you know, with the Flares and the Hogans and the Nash and the Macho Mans of the world. But you had the younger guys like the Vampiros and the Natural Born Thrillers, an underrated faction. I got to go with my guy, Vince Russo from WCW 2000. A hell of a year in wrestling, and I don't want to hear anyone say any different. Nick, to you. You're not going to find a bigger fan of the New Blood 
The new yep. butt has never been mentioned more on any podcast yep. on the history of the planet Earth than the Meat Pop Express. Our guy Ben, if he could be on the new, in the new butt, that oh, like I you just call it a day, right? I mean, that's a just, heartbeat. That's your I, WrestleMania. Who it is? Yeah. It and is. you know I love Vince Russo. I don't give a damn what any of you morons say out there. I like Vince Russo. I think he has a lot of great points, bro. Because it's sports entertainment, bro. It's a television show, brother. Okay, so back to me. Jack Riley, the coach of the Hawks. A real piece of shit, right? (laughs) Dude was just, he was telling, he was telling little kids to take out the legs of Adam Banks. He was saying, I want Banks out of the game. Out of the game. TV, bro. So who is so damn dastardly who is so damn dastardly he might be so dastardly that this guy would actually chase in in in, this was done in an actual don't cancel this was done in an actual like you know storyline he chased mexicans out of the border i'm going with j b l as my jack riley i think it's perfect there was no bigger piece of shit in the, in the WWE than JBL. He led factions. He was breaking all the stereotypes. Things you just didn't do. Things that would get you canceled now. JBL was doing them on national television. Okay. okay? And if you've been carrying him, he's got the same vibe. He's got the voice. He's got the vitriol and the way that he screams at you, right? And he's just a damn sore loser, man. And so was Jack Riley. So I'm going with Jack Riley being recasted as my man, JBL, with the cowboy hat. It not worth winning if you can't win big. And there's nobody bigger than JBL back in the day when you want to talk about heels, man. All right. No, that's a good that, That's a good one. Especially JBL and those, what was it, like that 04, 06. Yeah, I mean, know, dude, he, I mean, he was he, the biggest heel on the King SmackDown. Of, the king of wrestling. The king of wrestling. King of- I mean, he was just, I mean, from New York, he turned his back on everything he had ever known. He basically deserted all of his, like, you know, hometown, actual hometown fans, right, whatever. So he was terrible. I mean, with the stuff he was doing, man, like, these storylines, what they put him in, just Bad now, Nick, news, have man. you ever heard? Have you ever heard the story behind that character? I mean, no. So story, so story time with BT Double B. Ooh, so sad. what happened was GB, JBL, you know, as he, when he was Bradshaw in the early two thousands, he was kind of seeing, you know, it's not, you know, that his role's kind of diminishing. He's, right. But he started making a lot of money in stocks. Yep. And he started getting into the stock market and doing that type of stuff and getting interested in that. So he went to Vince and was like, "Hey, you know, I don't, you know, I think." You know, I'm not really as useful anymore. You know, I got other plans, things going on. And Vince's like, what do you got going on? So he started telling him what he's doing. He goes, that, that sounds great. He's like, what, what? And he's like, do that. He's like, be that guy. <laughs> like, just be that guy. You know what, man? And, that's why that, Vince is a goddamn That's billion. why Vince is a genius. Because, <laughs> dude, dude, that heel character, was he, he did some nasty yeah. stuff online. Like, nasty stuff. Yep. But. Damn for the times, man. It, oh. Yep. And maybe it's probably a little bit. Of, it's you know, it's a little bit of who he is. Like that's not, like, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. And he just put that on camera, man. He, he was hated, and you know hated. what? Mm-hmm. Little Nicky the Good, I hated that son of a bitch, Jack mm-hmm. Riley. There so, all right, is. there it is. That's so a good one. So go. I think we're back to you with our next pick, and he was probably the most talented. Actually, not probably. He was. 
the most talented Mighty Ducks, naturally gifted, Adam Banks. So, Nick, this to you. I have a suspicion that we're going to have the same person for this. Okay. Okay? So, you say naturally talented. Adam Banks, what was his nickname? What was the nickname that was given to him by the Ducks? What was it? What was what it? they called him when he came into the ring? In the room. I forget. You got to go. Cake you gotta eater. Tell me. Cake eater. Cake eater, yep. Because he was rich. He had it mm-hmm. all. He was good looking. You know, probably, you know, as an older gentleman, jacked. You know the whole deal. There was no, he was the best player in all of Pee Wee. Period. Yep. There was mm-hmm. no one better, better than Adam Banks. All the girls wanted to go to prom with him. All of the little marks wanted to be him. And guess what? Adam Banks, I'm recasting. There's only one person, and it's Randy yep. Orton. That's okay? It. Third That's generation yep. born, put on this planet to be mm-hmm. a professional wrestler. And Adam Banks was born to be on the Hawks. And if it wasn't for the little bit of geography and them changing the lines and that old bastard Hans coming to Gordon and being, look look at the map. Look at the map. Look at the line. They have redone the lines, Gordon. There might be a player there. And that player just so happened to be the best player in all of peewee hockey. It was Adam Banks. And Adam Banks is Randy Orton. I'm just surprised when he did the old, when he's scoring like 19 goals a game, he didn't hit the pose at the top of the ice, brother. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now, that's it. That's my choice, too, folks. It, it's got to be. I mean, Randy Orton, throughout the years, people have said it ad nauseum. They say it all the time. The guy is the perfectly built professional wrestler. Standing, you know, 6'3, 6'4, chiseled out of stone. He's so smooth in the ring. He's so good at this shit. It has to be. Adam Banks had to be. Andy Orton had to be recasted as Adam Banks. So that's Woo. that's an easy one. That's an easy one. We're both I, we're both choosing Randy Orton. And you know I love Adam Banks, man. I just love yep. the good looking dudes that are great at things. That's, I just see a lot of myself in him. Um, uh, that's yep, there it is. I, I see it too. Moving Very along similar. to the next one. So we got the old goalkeeper. This going back to you, Ben, for the first pick in here. We're going with Goldberg. 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 Who's Goldberg to you, Ben? Who are you recasting? Oh, boy, Nick, you're going to love this one. You're going to love this one. And I'm throwing – this is very obscure. A very this is, We're moving away from the John Cena's and the Orton's and the Cody don't Rhodes. And I him. am taking the infamous, the infamous, the sloppiest oaf of all time, the Bastion Booger. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Bastion Booger to play Goldberg. This guy was gross. Trip to the Mike back, Shaw. baby. Trip to the Bat Cave. We're going to trip to the snack cabinet with Goldberg. Yep, I got to go with Bastion Booger here. I mean, si- look, probably similar bodies. You know, they, they were both pretty gross. Um, but they're both iconic. They're both iconic. People remember Bastion Booger, and people will always remember Goldberg. I would say, really, of the franchise, you know, besides Bombay, I mean, people remember Goldberg. As the guy in the front of the franchise. I mean, Goldberg. he's the goalie, right? Like the goalie yeah. you knew had to be someone. That... He was the fa- he was like the face of one of the posters too. Yes, like the, he I'm was pretty, dead yeah. center in the dead center center face of the poster. I also remember his iconic thing where like 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 who farted Goldberg? He's like, yep. It wasn't me. And then he's like, it was me. It was um, me. So yep. So Bastion I was hoping Goldberg. you didn't take my guy here, and you didn't. You didn't. So. 
For me, Goldberg was the comic relief. He was the comic relief of a little bit of the Mighty Ducks, right? He was either making a joke that landed or he was the butt of the joke, right? So here we go. Um, I'm going with the blue meanie oh. as Goldberg doing the little shimmy because he did a little dance. If you remember when the yep. when, when the Ducks were humming humming and just crushing teams, I think it may have been the U.S. hockey team when they yep, were the U.S. Goldberg. hockey team in yep. D2. He was dancing, doing the little shimmy because he was bored as hell because we're just routing these people. You know, we're routing these other countries. We're the superpowers, brother. Right? We're just routing them. And um, pretty much, yeah, that's I'm going with the blue mini because, you know, doing the little the blue mini dance, dance yep, there. Yep. Comedy relief, white meat, baby face himself, beloved by everyone. And also, we met him at StarCast and was an absolute great guy. And I'm going to tag oh, him in yeah. this clip and hopefully get a little retweet. So I am I am recasting um, Goldberg as the blue mini. That's my deal, brother. All right. Well, now next. The muscle of the Mighty Ducks, the bad boys of the Mighty Ducks, the Bash Brothers. Dean Portman and Fulton Reed, we're putting them together, and it's going to be, we're going to choose a tag team to recast this role. So, Nick, this is your choice. Go ahead, take it. Well, super torn, super torn on them, because first of all, I love, I love the Bash Brothers. If you remember Dean Portman just coming on, being like, don't you know that everything's on fire, came in with Fulton Reed, they became the Bash Brothers. One, One of the, of the most, like, best, the best, I'm sorry, I got to interrupt you here, go ahead, but go the best scene in these movies is when he came in with the, when he was re in the locker room and he found out he got back into the school. When he had the when he had yeah. the uh, oh, yeah. the, the admission, he's like, I'm back. Uh, that that uh, goosebumps, goosebumps city. Oh, goosebumps, goosebumps, up and down goosebumps. He came in reading the, the letter, there. letter, and they all, and then that that just rallied the ducks to victory. But yeah, go ahead. You got it, man. So yeah, so this was I was really torn because there's some tag teams, man, that just stand out right away. Um, there's gonna be an honorable mentions probably because there's only two of us here. But when I think of like. Bash Brothers. I'm trying to think of like what is their purpose? They're enforcers. They're there mm. to protect. Maybe you hire them to protect Ooh, you. So I'm yep. going with he was in it. He was my he was another guy in my little list here. I'm going with the A P A Farouk and Bradshaw. That's who I'm going with the Bash Brothers because it wasn't even about like what they weren't they weren't trying to score. Right? It wasn't like we're the best, right? But what we are is we're the enforcers. We're going to make sure that Banks and Conway can do what they need to do on the field. That's what you did back in the WWE, WWF, right? What'd you need? Mm -hmm. you, you're getting bullied? Right, you need you, you need someone that to to protect you so you could do your job. What do you do? You knock on the old door. You walk through to the poker table. You throw down your cash and you say, "Hey, Farouk, Bradshaw, need a little help here, brother. I need some protection." So I'm going with the enforcers of WWF, the Acolytes Protection Agency, the APA, brother. Okay. All right. I'm surprised you didn't take who I'm about to take. Well, APA is APA is a great pick. It didn't even cross my mind. That's a great pick because it fits very well. But I'm going. You know, off the beaten path a little bit. Because oh. it could have been easy. I could have picked, like, you know, the Road Warriors. I yep. could have picked Axe and Smash, Demolition. Mm -hmm. There's a few I could I could have picked, like, Arn Anderson, Ole Anderson, Enforcers, you know. But no. I am going with. Yeah. 
Sags and Knobs, oh, the Nasty Boys, my thing as the Bash Brothers. Oh, the Nasty Boys, the Nasty Brothers, they could have been called in this movie. So I'm taking Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags as Dean Portman and Fulton Reed. And you can choose whichever one you want for each. I don't know which one who would, who would be who. We know Dean Portman's more of the pretty boy. and Or no, Fulton. I Dean Portman was more of the I pretty mean, boy. And Fulton yeah. Reed was. Yes, I'm getting them. Dean Portman was better looking than Fulton. Right? Oh, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, like, right. I don't yeah, think yeah. he ever came off as a pretty boy, but I think he did no. have a crush on like one of the girls or something like that. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know remember. if it was Julie the Cat or the other one. Yeah, because Julie, because uh, Julie the Cat wasn't in the relationship. It was that was Guy Germain and 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 um the other Con- one and Connie yeah, Moreau yeah, yeah. and Connie Connie Moreau, Moreau Connie yeah. Moreau. Yeah, yeah. And didn't Portman have a crush on Connie Moreau? I no, because he she he wouldn't have right because Connie was with Guy. That's right. You know. You're right. We're getting we'll off topic, that. folks. Let us know. Let us topic. know. We're not, we're, we're not a Mighty so Ducks podcast. Love, we can be, though. We I actually be. love that pick. Um, you know the Nasty Boys have, have a, a special place in my heart. They're probably, maybe like gimmick-wise, like my favorite tag team of all time because there's nothing better than a guy whose move is literally put you in the corner and put his armpit in your face. Oh, and it was yeah. co- And the move was called a trip to pity city. I mean, there's just nothing better. There's <laughs> really just nothing it. better, bro. It really is. And I can see, and I can mm. see Fulton Reed and Dean Portman knocking someone down against, up against the boards, putting them up against the board. just putting their arm up and stuff. And they're taking a trip to fucking pity city. All right. Well, next, my choice, right? Uh, we'll go. Yes. We Cause I there? went first next yep. up. So, but I'll, I'll say who it is. So next up, yep. we, we just mentioned her. She's probably the most iconic female of the franchise. It's Julie the Cat, the uh, the goalie that took Goldberg's spot because he's slow and um, you know, probably overweight. But okay, you're going. So Julie the Cat, always reliable, and she's mm. got that nickname, the Cat. So there was only one person I could go with for this, mm-hmm. and it is Natalia Nyhart. Whoa, okay. with Natalia. We everyone knows if you have an online presence she in wrestling, you know she loves. Cats. They love cat. Her and her husband T.J. Wilson. They love cats. So, and 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 really the most important thing, she's been reliable for years on end in the WWE. I think she has the most wins ever by a woman. She is, you know, the I think really the the most the absolute. I always say this. I always say the best ability is availability, and Natalia was always available and always able to help. Now she trains people. She helps the next generation of women stars, and really, and Julie the Cat was always reliable. She and I'll say this about reliable. Natalia, Nightheart. She's gotten in phenomenal shape recently. Oh I yes. Mean, I mean, she was always in good shape, but less. She has even as listen. You get older, right? If if you want to look at someone and be like, "Hey, man, like how uh, how have they just taken the ball and run with it?" She's done it. She keeps mm-hmm. it, like available. Like it ain't just a coincidence. She's putting in that work. Okay, she's usually like in almost every damn segment. And if there's a Saudi show, you know they're sending her. Like she's going. Mm-hmm. Like she goes to everything. Okay, so we need to put respect on we Natalia's do. name. And Give her her flowers now. Give her her flowers now. right now. Um, so Julie the Cat, going back to me, super athletic, super athletic. I mean, glove side, you know, like just quick hands. I'm going with, I think, a female that can physically 
do the role of Julie the cat, who is known for her speed, her athleticism, and she wasn't too, you know, wasn't too hard on the eye, easy on the eyes. Let's just say, you know, she's a looker. I'm going with Tori Wilson. Mm-hmm. Going with Tori Wilson. She also was a white meat baby face, super athletic, had the fitness background, right? Um, I just think there's some synergy there. I think there's some synergy between her and Julie the cat. Um, I was thinking about actually putting, making the cat my pick, the actual cat, but I thought that was like, you know, a pretty much, uh, I don't know, like just a cop out. So I'm I going so. with Tori Wilson just from a pure athletic standpoint. Also, both are quite the lookers. So I'm going with that. There we go. All right. Coming up next, he was the most graceful skater of the Mighty Ducks. None other than Woo Woo, Kenny Woo. Nick, to you. Okay, so I got this one. And now, listen, I know we're all going to look at Woo Woo, Kenny Woo, and say, who's the Asian guy that you're going to pick, Nick? (laughs) Who is it? But I'm not. Oh. But I'm not. Because I'm throwing another woo at the end of that woo, brother. Because woo, 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 uh. you know it. <laughs> Casting Zack Ryder as woo, woo, Kenny, woo. Who gives a shit what he looks like? Who cares? He's graceful. You want to see grace? Watch Zack Ryder get thrown off the stage by Big Kane while he's in a friggin' wheelchair. He loves man. that clip. Keep sending that. Yeah, he keep loves that, that clip. He loves that keep, clip. He keep loves that tweeting clip. the clip of Zack Ryder yep. getting thrown off the stage. Absolutely. And you want to talk about grace? Let's talk about it. The way he got thrown off that stage, he should have shattered both knees. There's not like they were like how you don't practice that for sure. But I mean, literally, that could have been absolutely catastrophic, but not for the most graceful man on WWE programming at the time. Woo, woo, woo is woo, woo, Kenny Woo, as I'm casting him in the old Mighty Ducks fantasy casting. And now, Ben, here's okay. to you. Given the old, I'm giving the stereotype to you. Let's see if you took All the right. Bait. No, I, I'm not. I'm not, oh. taking, I'm not taking the stereotype because, you know, because we, we, we think more on this pot. We're not just going to throw in an Asian wrestler just to say, oh, I'm not going to say Takamishi Noku, okay? All right, Takamishi Noku. I know all you were thinking of. I had to. I might have just changed it. Um, I might have had Takamishi Noku. But um, so who I'm going to pick. They share the same name. They both, and this guy has an affinity for Asian for Asian oh, culture. Oh, I love this man! Wow, and they're both pretty graceful in the ring. We're gonna go with the best bout machine. Yup, Nick's got it. Kenny Omega. Bang, bang, great pick. Kenny Omega. Yup, both graceful. Um, it, I mean, I, obviously, Kenny Kenny Wu. I don't know his nationality, so I'm sorry. Don't jump on me, me for neither, that. Kenny no. Kenny Omega has. I think he could be Italian. We don't see. We, we yeah yeah we don't we don't know. He yep. could be. So last I mean last name ends with a vowel, so that probably sure. is probably is Italian. Um, but Kenny Omega. Yep, got to go with him. Spent so much time in Japan. Graceful in the ring. One of the greatest, as he proclaims, greatest artists. In professional wrestling, take that as you will. Um, but yeah, that's my choice. Kenny Omega as Kenny Wu. All right. So the next one up we got is the one of the more iconic heel characters in Mighty Ducks history. We're going with another one. He's just a cool bastard, man. I mean, mm-hmm. and and listen, this might be the coolest name 
in all of cinema, in the history of cinema. So, Ben, you, the pick's to you, but you're going to go with the, the, the best player on the Iceland team, bar the none. Iceland. We're going with Gunnar Stahl. Gunnar Stahl. Okay, so I'm going with somebody that is pretty modern, pretty modern, and has one hell of a look, and I cannot wait oh, for this guy to really get to that next level because he's got the ability in the ring. He can talk, you got and I he's got. just got that inflection. Mm. When every time he announces... Walter to the ring. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gunther to the ring. It just is, is incredible. Yep. Sorry, Nate. I'm going with Ludwig Kaiser for this choice as Gunnar Stoll. Okay. Right. I mean. What? Was that who you had? No. No. Okay. So I got, yep. Ludwig Kaiser as Gunnar Stoll. He has the look. He's got the hair. You know, Gunnar Stoll a little bit longer hair, but. Ludwig Kaiser, he's got the nice kind of fl floppy hair, and he's got that just absolute smug look. And I could see him being a major villain to that U.S. team. So, yep, I'm going with Ludwig Kaiser. So I had a few people on this list, and I'll mention a few of them. Um, so we had uh, Gunther was one of my guys that I thought about, right? Mm -hmm. So Gunther's stoic, right? But I don't think he had his, the look that I was looking for in Gunner Stahl. Another guy I had on the list was The Miz. I thought The Miz mm. could be a good Gunner Stahl. But I'm going with the heel version when he came back. I'm going with Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay. He's got the Scottish accent. I don't know if there's an Iceland accent. But well, much you, different, if, but, but yep, if, it's okay. But if it's little okay. Nikki the Good was in the theaters and you had Gunnar Gun, Stahl talking in a Scottish accent, I would have been like, yeah, that's what an Iceland person sounds like. Yep. But I think physically, the long hair, the eyes, the sh just, just the absolute presence that a dude the size of Drew McIntyre, who let's let, let's just honestly say, like pound for pound, he might have like the best actual like the best physique like he's, i would say like he's not like beyond chisel but he's almost like too massive to be that yeah. like low body fat but he's mm -hmm. got the hair he's got the he's got the like the, the hair on the chest he's got the beautiful locks right he's got the beard he's got the accent like create a wrestler him but also create a hockey player i'm probably going to create mm -hmm. gunner stall um so that is Gunnar Stahl. And then we also have, I think we're going to round out the list here with our guy. Now, he's one of the more iconic guys because he was in D2. And this is how they figured out how to beat the Iceland team. I mean, they were lost. They had no chance. But listen, they went to the hood, man. They went mm -hmm. to, they went to like, you know, where like they just did things a little bit differently because, baby, it's knuckle puck time. We're going street hockey and we're going with one of the more iconic characters, let's just say, like, or the iconic actors, let's say, in like pop mm -hmm. culture in general, right? Keaton Thompson playing Russ Tyler. Okay. Um, it's knuckle puck time, right? Who didn't as a kid, first of all? Who didn't Try load up the puck and just fire knuckle pucks all day in the street? And just see if it works. And Kids see if these it works. days, yeah. man, I feel bad because they will never, ever, ever experience nope. that 
the feeling of going out with your friends with some rollerblades on, throwing up two nets, and hey, like you know, yelling car, car, mm-hmm. and then getting off the street. But hey, baby, it was knuckle puck time. And Ben, who goes first here? I think I go first, right? I uh, yes, you do, you do. Okay, so this dude had flair. He had to show people how it's done. He was wildly entertaining. And he was always into a little bit of mischief, right? A little bit of tomfoolery. Because if you remember, he had a target on his back. Because, man, like this guy, whenever the knuckle puck was loaded up, right? Get the shooter! Get the shooter! Like, right? That's Mm -hmm. what what the wolf, uh, the coach of the Iceland team would yell. And they actually dressed up in the movie someone as Russ Tyler... Because they were trying to open him up so that he could land the knuckle puck, right? Because there was such a, mm-hmm. a defensive effort to make sure that he couldn't get that shot off. So I'm going with this guy. I'm going with R-Truth. Because there was mm. no one that had more tomfoolery to make sure that he was able to get that 24-7 title than Ooh. R-Truth. Right? Like they, they, It's more of like a thing. Like He was a champ. He's a veteran. He knew his craft. He knew exactly what to do. I'm going with R-Truth as Rush Tyler because he's just just unpredictable, but he always delivered no matter what he was doing. Um, It's knuckle puck time for me. It's R-Truth. What's up? All right. So for me, and obviously, if you look at the, the Mighty Ducks, you can really say they got very stereotypical with a lot of the a lot of the characters. They Maybe. Had in these movies. Maybe. <laughs> but you know what? It was a simpler time, and no one was thinking like that. So we were all having fun. We were just having fun, right? It yeah. was okay. Just it's all right. Just having fun. So um, I'm going to go with obviously Russ Tyler, Keenan Thompson, one of the most entertaining comedians actors of all time i was i was a big mark for keenan and cal good burger actually is being filmed great, in my great, home state of rhode island good great, burger 2 great is movie. being filmed. great great theme yep. song so they're getting good burgers 2 is coming out that's a free ad for good burger 2 you're welcome keenan um and cal if you know i know he's on dance 360 for a while but regardless we're getting off on a tangent um russ tyler for me this guy's entertaining as hell and he's big he's a big dude but hey, he wasn't just, he didn't just walk around and be like, hey, I'm big. That's my gimmick. He created a whole new gimmick with two of his best buds. I got to go with Biggie Langston. Oh, shit. Man. Tyler. Yep. That's a big uh, yep. miss for me. That's a big miss for me. Biggie is a better pick than R Truth. Um, yeah, so I just, just, you know, he's, he's fun loving. Russ Tyler was a jokester. Um, but you know what? When he had to get the job done, he could do it. He had that knuckle puck. That was a secret weapon. And Big E is really the secret. I mean, not a secret anymore, but you know, he was the weapon on the new day, in the new day. So Big E Langston, hopefully he heals up soon and we can see him again. But I would recast him. If it, hey, if he if he's looking for something new and they should make a Mighty Ducks remake, he'd be great as Russ Tyler. Boom. And that's the list, folks. So that's what we're going to be doing. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had That was actually one of the that most fun, fun I've ever had on this pod. We want to kind of merge our pro wrestling love and pro wrestling into modern-day pop culture or just past pop culture. Get a little nostalgic. That's what we're trying to do here. That's why I'm in this damn room with all these action figures and Ninja Turtles behind me and Rad. And then we got Back to the Future over my left shoulder. Um... I had a great time. I thought this was great. What we're going to do is we're going to start doing this with guests. We're going to have people come on. This was a little bit inspired, I think, by Chris V, you know, CVV. You know, CVV talks about Batman, and we're still perking up. We throw that little clipski online. You you dumb marks were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, oh, my God. What did he do? What did he say? Oh, well, he said that Michael Keaton was this. Shut your mouth. Give me the click. And subscribe. And that's what we need from you. So, Ben, what do we what do we got going on? You want to get your shit in here and tell yes. people what do we got going on? Yeah, we got going on this. 
This weekend, I will be in Rome, Georgia at Primetime Wrestling, the Cosa Valley Fairgrounds, myself, the Stuff Buff Bagwell will be there as well. So if you're in the Rome, Georgia area, come on out. Come on out, support. $15 a ticket. Not too not too bad. Not too bad. It's going to be a fun time. Really good time. Um, other than that, I'll be at WrestleCade. Yes, I will be at WrestleCade in a few weeks. So, folks, if you see me there, unofficially official at WrestleCade, walking around. I'll probably have the MPX shirt. And I'll probably have the hat on. I'll probably be dressed like a moron, but it doesn't matter. You'll, you'll know heads are going to turn when I'm going to be walking through that room. No, I am not Big Cass. I am not Big Bill, but I am Big Trouble Ben Bishop. So come say hi. Let's have some fun at WrestleCade, November 24th and 25th. Nick, what about you? So me, I'll be at my house for the majority of the time when Ben's doing all those things. Um, what do I got coming up here? I actually just got tickets to that AEW show on 1230 um on december 30th Ooh. so what is it called end of the world or something like that um right world's end world's end, end yeah world's end so i'm actually going to that show and here's a little tip it's like the b pop express we're going to be on tv all night long because i'm sitting row two. Ooh, yep hard cam Hard okay. So I just got those tickets. So I'll be sitting there. It's at the Nassau Coliseum. I went to Hofstra University, so that is my backyard, brother. That's a home show. I got home field advantage, right? I'm going to be dressed just like this in your faces all damn night. So I'll be doing that on 1230. Going to maybe ha- post up at Hofstra a little bit. I'm going to be in the parking lot dressed like a moron. I'm going to probably throw the microphone in your face. Ooh, and if you guys want to yep. talk while it's cold as shit outside, well, I plan on going viral before the new year brother but also you got to follow us everywhere and make sure you you subscribe we are creeping towards a thousand subscribers on youtube trying to get to that chris van vliet number um yeah by the end of the year so make sure you give us a little subscribe make sure you're rating us on apple on spotify please Mm -hmm. leave reviews they help us so damn much we're so much more entertaining than the other shows out there that cover this type of stuff so Mm -hmm. we'd really appreciate it if you gave us some love because we're just better um you can follow ben at big trouble bb everywhere you can follow me at nikki the good everywhere and follow us at meat pop express everywhere and that's the deal we hope you enjoyed the show we're gonna be coming at you with a little bit more fantasy casting in the near future if you have a particular movie that you would like us to recast let us know this ain't the casting couch okay brother this is a really <laughs> true professional thing so no freaking jokesters out there i know you're gonna come at yeah. that with it with the base of the name of this new seg but ben you got anything else to say to these marks Nothing else besides keep it positive, keep it trucking, and keep the shades on because the sun never sets on a cool guy. Later, Marks.